Hi, welcome to My Creativity, the podcast about being creative and producing output. projects, my process, well, my creativity, from the planning and goal setting to how I stay accountable for my output, to the way ideas pop into my head, and to the frameworks I use to stimulate my creativity and to formalize it. Now each week, I go over last week's goals and tell you how well I went or didn't go. And at the end of the episode, I provide some new goals that I intend to achieve in the following week. And this is what I mean, moin. This is what I mean by staying accountable. It's very important to not let your ego get in the way and to realize that to stay accountable, you actually have to have goals and you have to tell someone about it. So here I go. I've got some goals here. Uh, they're from my March goals. Uh, I produce a monthly goals from quarterly goals, annual strategic priorities, and finally violent convulsions and sudden death. No, hang on, no, from uh, my 10-year mission. So my March goals were to post blogs and update my social media, to write my How to Write a Novel book, and produce a short story. So last week's goals then, release my next blog. I did that. It's a lovely blog. It's about how long should my novel be, and it talks about word counts for popular genres, and why it's important to know this and to use this as a means for planning out how you're going to create your novel. Quite an important process and an important concept. And I think a lot of people get a bit frightened by the idea, particularly if you've never written a book before, like being told to write 100,000 words, it's terrifying. I remember when I was at school and you get an essay. I mean, in high school, I'd say a 500-word essay. And you'd kind of go, oh, my God. And that's just, that's like two A4 pages. It's, it's nothing. Now, and at university, there'd be a 10,000 or 15,000-word essay. And that's, you know, some considerable effort goes into that. And so they should, you know. You're trying to learn something. So when you're told... Your epic fantasy needs to be 100, 120,000 words long. And you've never written a book before, so you don't know how to write that many words. It's imposing. And I think I think a lot of people back off from that. So that's what my blog was about. Social media, I've updated my social media and I've, I'm releasing tweets and Facebook updates. Uh, that's going nicely. I'm trying a slightly different mix now because it's important to continually test and and change things up to make sure you're providing the value that people are looking for. Uh, so this time I reduced the number of links to my blog. Previously, every tweet had a link to my blog and I suspect people were being distracted by the fact that I was linking out 
to a blog because generally speaking, when people link out to a blog, they're trying to make money off you. And as I said, I am well, I am trying to make money off you, but I'm not doing any advertising. This is not affiliate links. This is not uh, a sponsored in any way. I'm trying to genuinely provide information because I want to see people produce exciting and interesting and amazing work. And I want to sell people my amazing, interesting, inspiring work that has been inspired and made more amazing by reading other people's work. It's just a, it's just a beautiful symbiosis, I like to think. And start outlining a short story. Oh, I totally didn't get around to doing that. Got a bit busy. That's okay. I'll pick that up. I want to go back to what I was talking about with being afraid of doing these things, uh, of, of word counts and using that as a planning tool. And in particular, something that gave me a bit of insight this past week is there's a, an amazing podcast. It's called What You Will Learn. It's by two Australian hosts, Adam Ashton and Adam the other one <laughs> who's, who's two Adams. Anyway, uh, they're, they're fun guys. They've got a nice sort of um, chemistry going on there. But what this What You Will Learn podcast talks about, and I highly recommend everyone to go check it out. It's, it's amazing. They go through and read all of these books. And each episode, they'll give you a sort of half hour. Sometimes it's an hour. Sometimes it's a multi-part, depending on how big these books are summary of the key points in the book so they're not producing new uh, information as such but rather they're providing a lens in that focuses on all the good stuff and i have to say i've often read say a 300 page book and sometimes there's only like two key points that they're trying to make and they spend a lot of time discussing it and providing backup and all the rest of it but it'll take you days to read what you will learn this podcast they'll read a book and they'll give you the the rundown on the key points which is great because then you can go well that sounds like something i want to dig more into and you can go get the book or you can say well i i think i've sort of got the gist of that it builds on other information i've got that's excellent but while i was listening listening to them this past week they reviewed a book called ego is the enemy and that was really interesting because in that book they were saying one of the points being made by the author was that often we stop learning because of our ego and this i guess it kind of feeds back a bit into the dunning kruger effect which i talked about a few episodes back the dunning kruger effect in case you're interested is this peculiar uh, phenomena where people with a little bit of knowledge but not much basically just above ignorant are more confident of the amount of knowledge they have than people who have a lot of knowledge people who have a lot of knowledge tend to realize that there's so much they don't know and they're less confident and it's a strange paradox because you would think that the more you knew about a subject the more confident uh, and vocal you would be about it. But it turns out that the more you know about a subject, the more reserved you are in the way you discuss it. And I, I, learned, uh, I sort of related this back to uh, information technology. So I've been, I've been in IT now for 23 years professionally. Prior to that, university, prior to that, 
I did it through high school. Prior to that, since I was eight years old, I've been programming computers and, and working out how they do things. But what I found actually, when I think back to when I had one to sort of five years experience in the field, I really thought I was pretty darn good and that I could do anything. And uh, and that was without the reservations I have now. The reservations I have now is, yeah, I'm quite experienced and I can do anything with computers if you give me enough time. Back then it was like, I can do anything with computers. I'm awesome. Uh, it, it worked in my favor a bit because I, I got some good jobs out of it, but it certainly demonstrates the fact that I, I was, you know, I look back at the work I was doing and I was going, oh my God, I was terrible. And ego is the thing that does this. It makes us not want to second guess ourselves. It makes us want to defend ourselves. If we are presented with the possibility that we don't know something and we have this um, fixed mindset that that you either know something or you don't, not that you can gain knowledge, then you naturally have to defend yourself because how could you not know something about this thing that you're an expert on? Therefore, it, that must be wrong. You must know everything. No need to go any further with that. And the insight I got out of this discussion on this podcast, What You Will Learn About Ego is the Enemy, is they're saying that ego is the thing that stops you from learning more. And when I've talked to people about this idea of planning out your novel, and this comes back to the word count thing, you've got 100,000 words to write for your science fiction or your um, horror or your whatever, and that, that's quite a daunting task. I mean, even a, a professional, you know, a, a seasoned writer of many novels, they're looking at, they're going, geez, $100,000, they're going to shy back from that, and they go, oh, I'll just start writing, that's too hard. And you say, well, how about, well, plan it out, all your plot points, get everything ordered out, make sure that you've got the right pacing, make sure you've got the right characters in the right place at the right time to be able to complete this story with a plot that works to achieve a satisfying ending. And it's very easy, of course, if this is not a skill that you've developed and personally grown, is to be affronted by this. Because you go, oh no, I know my idea, I know how to write stories, I know, I've read a lot of books, I know everything, I don't need to know this. But I'm going to argue that that's your ego talking. So there's people who say, oh no, I'm a pantser, I, I, you know, plotting doesn't work for me, planning doesn't work for me. I mean, any other field of endeavor, you would be laughed at for saying something ridiculous like that, wouldn't you? Could you imagine going into the military? And you're given a mission. Okay, you've got to go and secure this location. Come up with a plan. Discuss it with your, you know, peers and present it to your troops to follow. Oh, I don't need a plan. You know, I'm just going to wing it. We're going to see how, how far we go. We're just going to head in that direction and, you know, hope for the best. It, like the very concept. No one would even consider saying that. You wouldn't you wouldn't have even been given any level of... You'd probably be kicked out of the army or something if you were that foolish. If you tried to start a business, you know, they say what? You, know, you hear some stat like 8 out of 10 or 9 out of 10. Depends on who you ask. Some, the vast superior majority of businesses fail. And you know why? Because you get people, they just go, oh, yeah, I'm just going to sort of start selling things and making money. I'm going to rent this shop space and hire on some staff and I'll just, I'll make money somehow. And they don't, they fail and they fold. The people who succeed 
either got very lucky or they very quickly began planning everything. And so you come to this writing, people are going, I've read a lot of books, I've written a lot of things, you know, at school I've got to write assignments and I've had to write emails and I can, I'm literate, I can just do it. And you say, well, you've got to plan this out, you've got to figure out where you're going to go, what characters do you need, what plot points do you have to hit, you know, what's going to be your high point, what's going to be your low point, how does this story get started, and then the other person says, oh, well, you know, you're getting in the way of creativity and my art, and I'm a, I'm a purist, and you can't constrain me with your foolish regimens. All I'm hearing when I hear that sort of talk is, I've got a massive ego, I think I know everything, and I'm too afraid to find out that I'm wrong. This was the insight I got from this podcast what you will learn about ego is the enemy and I thought that's exactly it and I've been in that situation like I'm not talking out of my ass here I have most definitely been sitting there thinking you know I, I read before I started writing uh, this my, the first novel I wrote back in fact even back in high school you know I did some creative writing classes and they talked about you know a three-act structure they talked about the hero's journey and they talked about um, you know writing tropes and yeah, not as much as perhaps I should have, but they did a little bit. And I was like, oh, yeah, 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 okay, oh, yeah, that sounds good. And I sort of started writing a couple of notes and I kind of went, oh, this is too hard. No, no, I'll, I'll make it. It'll work. You know, I know it's all in my head. Uh, the characters tell me what to do. I don't I don't write the story. The characters do. They, they take control. And you know what? It took me three years to write that book. And in that time, uh, the final product, which still sucks... Was a hundred thousand or hundred ten thousand somewhere in that region, words long. In the meantime, I had thrown out thirty, forty thousand words, at the very least. So a good third of a book, uh, maybe a novella worth of words, which got totally scrapped, as in unusable. Uh, put on top of that, the fact I rewrote the entire book three times. I revised it another seven times at least. I reordered the chapters. I had to cut scenes, rewrite scenes, rewrite chapters. It was just a, a slog, an absolute slog. for three. And by the end of that, I was so sick of looking at that damn book. And I just went, stuff it. I started putting it out for query. And of course, no agents showed any interest because quite frankly, it, it's got a good germ of an idea. Like I think there's, there's some good characters and some good scenes and some good stuff in there. Yeah, I've read it since. And I thought, you know, that bit's good, that's good. Oh, I like the way this is developing. But clearly, I had no direction. And it was my ego. I didn't want to stop and think that I had to learn something new. I thought, no, I know it, I can do it. And how many times does our ego get in the way? How many times still do I find myself not taking direction because I believe that to take direction is somehow a failure? And it's not. Learning, as I'm coming to discover, as they say, is an ongoing thing. It's a journey. There's no destination. You, you don't at some point go, well, I've learnt all I need to know, and I'm still going. And I've written this uh, first draft of how to write a novel. And what I've discovered out of writing, reading, writing that is that there's a very particular skill about writing... Uh, what might be called help manuals, self-help or, you know, manuals that are intended to instruct, teach, uh, inspire, interest. 
There's a, there's a certain way of doing that. So what I've had to do now is go back and I've written all my stuff down in a way that seems okay to me. And I'm having to analyze it using these frameworks that professional self-help authors use. So the title initially was going to be How to Write a Novel. That's not a title. That's a shit title. Pardon my French there. It's not a terrible title, really, I suppose. But it's, it's not going to make anyone interested. So I've got about seven or eight at the moment candidate titles, which is based on some genuine research on the topic of good selling and, and successful books. I'm also looking at the structuring of my chapters in order to uh, find out the best ways of providing examples and the sorts of examples that work best. And then also the sorts of structure. So the idea of you have this introduction, it's a three act structure, basically. You have an introduction, you've got the, the meat of the analysis or the lesson, and then you've got a conclusion where everything comes to a head and makes a point. But then with the self-help, you also then have, you want to have some sort of a task. You need to uh, provide a practical outlet for your information. So I'm having to learn this and apply it to my, my book writing, which is great because it would have been easy for me to go, yeah, no, it's, it's fine. But I've learned my lessons. Other people have done stuff. It's called standing on the shoals of giants. And the great thing about that is you get, a, you get an excellent point of view from up there. Don't go reinventing the wheel. Other people have already figured out how to write self-help books. Other people have already worked out how to make a plot that works. And the information's there. And you can then apply your planning process to come up with the plot points you require. And this gives you the foundation to then put your creativity in there and, and tell this dramatic and exciting story. That's the true art. Just sitting there and scribbling away like a newbie amateur, that's just going to lead to heartache and ruin. Every now and then you hear these exceptions, these, these writers who just, you know, uh, fly by the seat of their pants and manage to pull off something amazing. I can tell you right now, there's a lot more failures than there are successes going that path. If you look at all of the successes... I'm going to bet, and I don't have any particular statistics to back me up on this, but I'm going to bet right now, because there's something like 300,000 books published a, a year or something like that to Amazon. If you were to find out the number of people who actually sell books and go on to write more than one or two or three books, you're going to find the majority of them use some sort of planning framework to determine how and where they're going. When you hear those people who just write with the seat of the pants and they're successful, they are the exception. And in reality, they've just gone about learning the planning process the hard way. So there you go. I, I would highly recommend you go listen to what you will learn. And the, the particular one I was listening to with Ego is the Enemy, but they've covered Mastery by Robert Greene. They've covered uh, Emotional Intelligence by whoever that was and the, the um, Mindset by Carol Dweck. And they've covered uh, the A Brief History of Time by Stephen Hawking and uh, any number of other of these sort of books about um, psychology, negotiation, physics, and history. Uh, there's, there's an interesting one there they've got about, it's called Collapse, I think is the book, and it looks at these five um, historical civilizations that collapsed and the reasons for their collapse, and then how we might look at that uh, in our current situations. Yes, fantastic. What you will learn, you've got Adam and Adam, 
a little shout out to them. They're Aussies like me. Uh, I, I'm actually probably going to like ping them and see if they'll turn up on uh, my creativity because uh, they're, they're very interesting sounding people. I'm hoping they are interesting. They probably are. So next week's goals. Oh, actually, just before I get into next week's goals, as I'm recording this, I'm working from home and my kids are not going to school tomorrow and my wife has quit her job. That had nothing to do with the pandemic. That was entirely coincidental. But uh, it's going to be an interesting few weeks and months ahead. Uh, everyone else has probably find themselves in a similar, similar situation. And if you're not taking this seriously, you really should, okay? Because you may not have much trouble with uh, the old Rona, but you've got to remember, and you think, oh, it's only old people. And you go, only old people. You do realize your parents... And your grandparents are old people. So unless you want to kiss them goodbye, or maybe your friend's parents or something, just, you know, don't go shaking hands with people or tongue-kissing random strangers. Although that can be fun sometimes. But don't do it. Uh, just, you know, stick to yourself a bit. Play a bit more computer games. Do a bit more writing. Uh, create something new. Invite me on your podcast. Or whatever it is you want to do. And stay safe. So next week's goals then. I'm writing my short story. Okay, this is going to be a short story that is going to show my planning process that I'm espousing. And so it's going to be presented as, here's the short story, bang, you're going to, you can read it. And then following that, there will be, here is the um, a breakdown components of it. You know, here's the, this plot point, this plot point. Here's this cutoff point. Here's act one, act two, act three, blah. And my, the documentation that I, I used to create the plan. Um, it's going to be sort of a little bit compressed because really uh, yeah, short stories are quite short. That's why they're called short stories. But it should be, I, I hope people get value out of it. And that, that'll go off my site and I'll probably post links to it and so on. Um, hopefully I write a good one so that people don't laugh. But the point of it will be the planning process. Uh, I, don't, I don't fool myself into thinking that I'm the world's greatest short story writer. I do like to think that I can put a string some words together, but we'll see. Running. I oh, see, I forgot to say running. This So yesterday I went for a 5K run. Uh, my son rode his bike along with me. Today I didn't go for a 10K run, but I did go skateboarding for an hour and a bit. And then I also went for a like a like a 16-kilometer bike ride because it was getting late and I, I didn't have the time. But still trying to say get that fitness up. So next week, 5K, 10K write um, how to write novel revision. So that's going through, as I said, applying these lessons as I'm learning them in order to structure it, reword it slightly to make it the best I can get in the time available. And that's it. So for just really pay attention when your ego arcs up and makes you think, yeah, I know that. I know it. The moment you start thinking you know it, that's your ego stopping you from learning and becoming better. Stay safe. Don't tongue kiss strangers yet. Bye.